All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show right here live on Blog Talk Radio. Hump Day, Wednesday night, very special start. Episode 6.30 on the East Coast tonight, a very special start time for us. Jeff the Shark Perini going solo with you here tonight. Jewel Tatey in the process of moving to a new location, a little behind tonight. So we'll go at it without Jewel. We miss you, Jewel. We love you, Jewel, and this show is for you. Should be a great show, too, tonight, as we're expecting you to call in in a few short moments from an outstanding singer from the band Till Death Do Us Part, Emily Tate. Emily Tate, for those of you who may not know, is the daughter of Queensryche legendary singer Jeff Tate. She's going to talk to us about her band. We're going to play some songs later on. We're going to talk to her a little bit about her career and her influence that her father has on her music career. So it's very Looking very forward to that. Emily Tate joining us in just a few minutes. I want to thank Monday night's guest, great guest, uh, from the Lethal Weapon TV series. Jonathan Fernandez was with us here on Stoop, and he was great. Had a lot of great stories, talked to him about Lethal Weapon, his character, and um, his day becoming an actor and how he uh, figured out that this was his niche and all the great stuff he likes to do. Apparently, his uh, wife is a fellow Bucks Countyer like I am. Very exciting. So thanks again to Jonathan for coming on. I'm going to announce a couple of dates in March, play some songs, do some top five lists and all kind of topics. Again, solo tonight, no jewel, but uh, that's all right. We'll get through it. So thanks again, everybody who's listening. Uh, they said very special start time tonight, 630, uh, as Emily comes to us from uh, England. So it's a little behind there. It's later. Obviously, we don't want to keep her up too late. They got great work to do. They've uh, been doing a lot of shows all over the all over the world. They've been in uh, Norway, uh, headed to Scotland, England. So it's great stuff. We're very excited, and their music's outstanding. Um, got a couple pieces for you. Three songs: uh, "Blue Boy," "Cannonball," and "Salt Water Taffy." That'll be coming up to you later on. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We're coming from. <laughs> I got we're coming from Scotland. Well, that's even later yet. Oh, okay, my apologies. So this coming in, the phone call is coming in live from Scotland. That's very exciting. We're very excited to have Emily coming on the show tonight. She is awesome. If you haven't heard her yet, like I said, stay tuned to the show. We'll play some songs later on. You'll get to love her. Uh, you can find them on Facebook as well. You can follow their page. Uh, T-I-L-L, Tool Death Do Us Part. It's outstanding, and it's uh, definitely something you want to check out here on The Stoop. Um I'm going to ask some questions to her when she comes on. Uh, a couple topics real quick that we'll fire out. Real quickly, our top five list. The top five list tonight is my top five famous celebrity children, children of stars. And kind of an honor of Emily as she's uh, the daughter of the wonderful Jeff Tate. So a quick top five list of some of my favorites. Number five, Carrie Fisher, daughter of Eddie Fisher and uh, Debbie Reynolds, the late Carrie Fisher. Great Star Wars legend there. We'll miss her greatly. She was number five. Number four, John Voight's daughter, Miss Angelina Jolie. Fantastic actress, beautiful woman. We love her. Number four. Number three, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, of course, the daughter of uh, Roxy Roker, who played Helen Willis on The Jeffersons. Great show, great character. So, of course, that's number three. Number two, of course, you can't have a list like this without talking about uh, the bad boy of movies and TV. Mr. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen's number two. Of course, Martin Sheen's son. He's number two. And number one, 
the lovely, the amazing, one of the greatest uh, actresses in my mind, somebody I absolutely love, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore made it to number one. So that's my top five list of um, favorite celebrity children. Again, number five, Harry Fisher of Star Wars fame. Number four, Angelina Jolie. Number three, Lenny Kravitz. Number two, Charlie Sheen. And number one, Drew Barrymore. And uh, yeah, famous parents with famous children. That's kind of our theme here tonight on The Stoop as uh, Emily Tate. Once again, Jeff Tate's daughter from Queensryche. So excited when I found her. I, I just had to get her on the show, and we've contacted her people, and they were more than helpful, and she's going to come on. It's going to be a great interview. Probably about, about five minutes from now, um, we'll be joined by her. A couple shows coming up in the near future. We have um, Troy David Hendrickson going to be here with us on the 5th, and you may know him as uh, Delco Mom. Hilarious guy, internet sensation, definitely worthwhile. He's pumped up about it, and he has been uh, smearing it all over the internet. So he's definitely uh, worth checking that out. Troy David Hendrickson, that is March 5th, which is Monday. And then the following Monday, March 12th, um, the queen of video vixens herself, Bobby Brown, is going to be on the show. That's right, the beautiful model, actress, video vixen, and author. Yeah, it's got a book out, too, so we can't wait for that. Bobby Brown right here on the stoop. That's coming up uh, on March 12th. So we've got two new great Monday shows lined up for you. And, of course, uh, Monday is always the TGIM. It's the big day for us. We get excited. It's a reason to actually get out of bed and enjoy Monday. That's about it. <laughs> Start your work week. Monday always sucks. Work week always sucks. But you get to the stoop, and that livens you up. Picks you up. Makes it definitely worthwhile. Um a lot of stuff in the news today. I'm going to hit on a topic real quick before Emily calls in. Of course, the big news is uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, one of the major sporting goods chains uh, in the country, has halted the sales of assault rifles in their stores. Uh, in response to the boycotts of the NRA, uh, Dick's has stepped up and will no longer sell assault rifles. Uh, got to imagine, I don't know how much it's going to hurt retail. I don't know if Dick's is one of the bigger gun-selling stores. There's a lot of gun specialty shops and places to uh, acquire assault rifles. But it's um, coming under a lot of fire after the uh, recent episode in Florida. Um, and, you know, it, it can hurt to step up. A lot of people are boycotting the NRA. So Dix is taking a big leap. And um, one of the uh, CEOs of the company basically stated, look, if these young kids are willing to lay themselves out, rally and speak up for gun control, then we're going to do our part. We are going to pull assault rifles. Pretty big stuff. So actually, congratulations to the people of Dix. Very good. Very big statement. I don't go either way. If pro-gun, anti-gun, people are what they are. People like to shoot. People like to hunt. Uh, people like it for security, safety, whatever it is. Whatever your knack is that makes you want to have a gun, more power to you. Uh, assault rifles, though, a little much. People are already just asking what's the difference between that and a hunting gun. I really don't know. <laughs> Not really a gun enthusiast. I would, you know, maybe get one to protect my home. But it's a touchy subject right now. A lot of people are against guns. So kudos, Dick Sport, for stepping up and uh, trying to make a difference. Um, 
Another one bites the dust here. Fuller House creator Jeff Franklin has been fired over allegations of, quote, misconduct uh, with the program. So while no cast member has come out and actually accused him of sexual misconduct, the writers claim that he made on uh, – he was going on these big boasts about his affairs, uh, brought some women that he was dating to the set, offered them bit parts, and went on about his sexual prowess uh, with these women – Little touchy. I mean, it's more or less uh, it's office talk. I understand like if there's male, female, it's a little, little different. Can offend some people, but um, more or less office talk. And here's a guy who uh, resuscitated Full House, brought it back. It got very popular. He's got another season coming out on Netflix, so the show's doing very well. Unfortunately, Jeff Franklin will no longer be a part of that. Uh, allegations, you know, are out there, and of course, more research will come about, and we'll find out stuff in the near future. Hopefully, it's. Uh, a clean, you know, we don't like the sexual assault talk. Hopefully it's clean stuff. We do wish Jeff well in the future of Fuller House. Obviously we wish the best in that. Uh, a quick reboot alert. Just got news today that the owners of the show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the uh, 90s comedy, uh, put in a copyright for the name The Fresh Princess of Bel-Air, leading to a lot of speculation that there will be a new series on the horizon with a female taking the role of Will Smith's part. Will, of course, did an amazing job on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and now a possibly Fresh Princess of Bel-Air. Very interesting. So something to keep an eye on, see if there'll be a new show on our horizon. We talk a lot about reboots. We see them all the time. Uh, ideas taken and twisted a little bit, ideas that are exactly the same and just modernized. So interesting to see what goes on there. Um, matter of fact, we had Jonathan Fernandez. Um, I'm sorry, Jonathan <laughs> Yeah, Jonathan Fernandez here the other night from Lethal Weapon. We talked to him about remakes and the pressure on the staff and, and the crew and everybody doing it. And um, to him, he said, really not that bad. So that's good for him, and that's good for that show. Let's get down to business, though, folks. The moment I've waited for and the moment what you've all waited for, let's get down and let's speak with the lead singer from the band Till Death Do Us Part. It is the amazing Miss Emily Tate. Emily, thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to The Stoop. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I'm really excited about this. This is my uh, first radio interview, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. You, you probably, you've come to the right place. Very laid back, very low key here. We ask really nice questions, and uh, we're very excited to have you. And I'm honored to be your first, because that, that's amazing to me. I, uh, I found your group page on Facebook, and I said, you know, i got to reach out. I would absolutely love to talk to her. So, Make yourself at home and relax. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, first question I got, obviously, uh, growing up around music, um, did you know right away that that is what you wanted to do in music? Did you did you see the things your dad was doing and say, yep, I definitely want to be a rock when I grow up? Well, it was funny because um, when I was younger, since I was growing up around the music all the time, I didn't realize it was supposed to be like this amazing thing he was doing. It was uh, It was just normal to me. So um, it wasn't until much later, um, maybe I was, um, oh gosh, like 10 or something that I realized that this was, oh, this is kind of a big deal. And, you know, I like being around this and this seems like something I'd like to do. Very cool. Um, at what point did you learn that, that you were a singer? Did you start singing right away? Uh, did, did you always get pushed to sing? Uh, well, actually, um, it was um, I, I got really into this artist called Kate Bush, 
And I used to um, perform for music to myself in my room all the time. And then um, in high school and middle school, I started doing choir. And uh, I found out that, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too bad, I guess. Maybe I should, you know, I guess <laughs> I, I guess I could be pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so far from what we heard, it is excellent. And we're going to play some songs here later on um, after the interview for our guests to enjoy. Um, I usually have a co-host, Jewel. She listened to the songs that they downloaded them, loved them. She's a big fan already, and I love it too. So congratulations so far on your success. We love it. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Sure, absolutely. Tell us about the band, uh, Till Death Do Us Part. Uh, where did the name come from? And tell us about your bandmates and what got you guys together. Well, um, it started with uh, me and the lead guitarist. His name is Kieran Robertson. We met, um, oh, about a year ago, and um, – we met at one of my dad's shows. He came to see my dad's show, and I, I was doing merch for my dad, and he actually didn't watch the show because he spent all night flirting with me. And um, <laughs> We ended up um, talking about music, and I said, oh, you know, I've got some – since I don't play a, an instrument, I have a hard time working with melodies. And he was like, well, I, you know, I do that, so maybe we can work together on something. And we started kind of sending stuff back and forth to each other, and um, – now he and I are dating, and that's kind of how the um, the name of the band started. But and then we got the other guys in, and so it just kind of turned into like you know, oh, we're dating, and we have a music you know thing going on together, and so it just turned into this band. And I'm actually thrilled with how it turned out, just because you know uh, the other two guys in the band they're really fun, and uh, we all have a great time working together, and it's just amazing how it worked out into this project. <laughs> That's awesome, and definitely talk about timing. And i got to give this fellow a lot of credit, because if I go, and obviously, for those of you who may not know, Emily's father is Jeff Tate, a longtime Queensryche singer and just basically one of the best voices in all of music. So if I go to see him, it's hard to distract me. So if you distracted this fellow, I, I take my hats off to him. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, grateful Jeff. that Jeff was okay with him. Yeah, that's good, and it's it's amazing how those, those things come together. Um, so, basically, the the band as it is now. How would you describe your style of music? Who do who do you think you take after? Uh, who are some of your influences uh, in your music? Well, it's um, it's kind of like a, a dark synthetic kind of gothic rock we've got going. A lot of people say we sound like Evanescence, I guess. And um, it's funny because a lot of us have very different music styles. Um, like, I listen to pretty much everything there is because I grew up around music, so I'm, I listen to all of it. And uh, so we pull from all sorts of different genres. Like, there's some kind of, there's some jazzy melodies in there as well as the big, crazy, you know, rock and roll stuff as well. So we really just work with everything. That's very cool. And we like the wide range. Um, we hear this a lot from the younger up-and-coming bands, uh, young, younger up-and-coming artists. We get a lot of them here on the show. Um how much time goes into it? I mean, is it basically a full day thing where you're just planning music all day long, or is it just something that goes in spurts and you got some good relaxed time? What's the creative process? Oh, well, it's, it's really, we work all the time, but I mean, of course with creative things, there's times where, you know, you got a little writer's block or something. So sometimes it comes in spurts, but sometimes like when we have the creative flow, we just take it as long as it goes and we can work for hours and hours on end, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Do you do um, do you do the majority of the lyrics, or is, is that something you spread all around? Yeah, yeah. the uh, The lyrics are are mostly mine. I have um, 
some some help from the guys just because I uh, I tend to get a little carried away and my stuff gets really wordy, <laughs> so we have to work together to get some of this stuff out. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. Um, a lot of the female artists that I've spoke to said a lot of their music comes from real life, um, real life occurrences, real life instances. Is that your case as well, or is it just more like uh, fun storytelling and creativity? Well, uh, most most of it's from uh, my own stuff. Of course, I exaggerate a little bit to make it a little bit more dramatic. Um, and then I, I also, I'm with some of the new stuff that we're working on right now, I'm trying my hand at some of the story writing stuff. I have some ideas that I'm working with, so hopefully that'll work out as well. But the first album that we did is mostly my own uh, my own experiences. Really great. It, it, and it's great stuff. Like I said, we're going to play some songs later. The three that we were sent are fantastic. Blue Boy, Cannonball, and Saltwater Taffy. Um, tell us a little bit about the stories behind those three songs, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, well, I write a lot of sad love songs, so all three of those are kind of along that genre. Um, Blue Boy was about this uh, this person I was really into, and uh, he was kind of keeping me on the hook, so I kind of wrote about that. Um, like being, you know, oh, not interested, and then interested kind of thing. And then um, Cannonball is kind of interesting because it's about, um, you know, when two people like each other, but they're both kind of afraid to say something about it. So they're just living in this strange, you know, area where nobody's saying anything, but they both really want to say something. And then, uh, ooh, Saltwater Taffy. Is, um, I, was, I was trying to be really poetic with it. I was uh, comparing falling in love to drowning, you know, how you want to immerse yourself in somebody, you know, kind of like being immersed in the water and saying, oh, I just, I want to be around this person and completely submerge myself in them because I like them so much. That's pretty deep. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> no problem. It's funny you mentioned uh, Blue Boy and you mentioned it was uh, about somebody that you liked and kind of put you on the hook. A lesson to all the male listeners out there, stop screwing around with females because when they become musicians, they're calling you out. That's it. Your days of hiding are over. <laughs> so your jerky exactly. behavior is going to become, yeah, your jerky behavior is going to become their hit song. So watch what you do. Um, so tell us some fun stories you have from the from the shows you've been doing with the band, the different um, countries you've been visiting. Tell us some great stuff that's been happening with you. Well, you know, we just did a big European tour uh, with my dad's band, which is super fun, uh, just because, you know, we did all through the UK, which was great, you know, and we uh, we traveled in the car with the guy, because uh, it was, we, uh, there was a, oh, that was a lot of drinking, yeah. <laughs> a couple of, couple of, well, you know, I, I got people from Glasgow, they're big drinkers, I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be hard work. It sounds terrible. Oh, I got to get I, on that tour and show you how it's done. <laughs> Let's see, when, we, when I first met all of them, I, I'd really, really try to keep up, and that would just be me gone. And so I, I've learned now that I can't, I, I can't try to keep up with the Glasgow people. They cannot drink me any night. <laughs> so um, you, you went through Europe. I noticed you were in Norway. You're currently in Scotland. Oh. Where is, uh, where's your hometown? Where is, uh, where's Till Death Do Us Part? You based themselves. Well, we do half the time in Seattle because that's where I'm from, and then we do the other half in Glasgow because that's where the other guys are from. And uh, oh, okay. wow. I think we're we're more in Glasgow more often just because it's a lot easier for to come over to Glasgow than for them to come over to America. Any uh, any American 
dates in the near future, anything that we can expect to see? We're all way out here in the East Coast in Philadelphia, so we're a good ways away. But we'd love to check this band out. What kind of uh, tour plans or ideas do you have coming up in the near future? Oh, uh, well, we did tour in, I think it was July. We did tour a small, like, one-month tour with uh, with my dad. And um, I don't think we have any announced dates for America, but I'm sure they're coming up, you know. Yeah, let us know if you, like I said, if you come out this way, we would be more than happy to see you here in Philadelphia. We bring a lot of bands on, local bands, et cetera, and we definitely try to get out and see them. Uh, so we'd love to do that. Um Hey, you spoke about that, and you, you do some touring with them, and uh, we've seen clips where you sing together on stage. Um, how great is it to have that kind of music pedigree on, in your background and having somebody uh, in the business that can show you the ropes? Oh, it's it's so helpful. I feel I feel actually very blessed because I feel like I've kind of got a one-up just because, like, you know, I, I have this amazing, you know, influence for one who can show me, you know, like, oh, maybe, uh, maybe don't do this. I ask his opinion, like, every once in a while he'll come and – uh, watch us play and be like, hey, I noticed you're doing this. Maybe you should try this instead. So it's, it's, that's really helpful. And then, of course, we've got him, you know, we, we get to open for him, which is so lucky just because for a lot of up-and-coming bands, you know, getting shows is super hard. And we've got, you know, my dad being like, well, come, you know, come open for me. So there's all these people we're playing for, like, right off the bat. And it's, I, I feel so lucky, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. And they did the um, Operation Mind Tour uh, just a huge album, and like I said, his his work speaks for itself. His voice is amazing, so you definitely have the great genes there. <laughs> oh yeah, those are those are big shoes to fill, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it was, um, I mean, growing up, I was a big fan of his music. Seen him live twice. He actually had a meet and greet at one, and a friend of mine said, "I can get you back for meet and greet if you want to hang out." And there had to be about three thousand people in line, so I, I didn't stay for that. I'm sorry, I didn't actually. We'll catch yeah, up yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, we do big meet and greets over in America just because the fans are really intense over there just because that's, you know, where, where he started. <laughs> yeah, sure. And um, like I said, we love his music. Definitely, in my eyes, one of the – maybe one of the greatest singers of all time. His voice is absolutely amazing. Um, so, like, when you're when you're not doing band stuff and you're not doing music stuff, what do you – do to just kind of unwind what what is your regular day consist of um well you know it depends on where i'm at if i'm at home usually i like to get jobs while i'm at home just to make money like um you know i i wait tables a lot when i'm at home just because i gotta i gotta make money somehow and uh, <laughs> yeah. but when we're in, when we're in glasgow we have a couple more nights out just because you know we have a lot of friends here and uh also i'm only 20 so i really can't go out at home <laughs> so yeah we're here true, it's a little right. bit hard but they, they're breaking in properly out there. You're, you're training in Glasgow to drink in America. So you're going to be an Olympic drinker by the time it's all said and done. Well, hopefully, yeah. I can already out drink <laughs> some of my American friends. That's pretty awesome. So 20 years old. Um, do you get in any instruments or mostly just singing? Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to learn guitar right now. Uh, when I was younger, I, I had some piano lessons, and then uh, I think I, I also tried violin and the flute and stuff, but I, I could never really get into an instrument. But I'm, I'm trying to uh, learn guitar right now, but uh, one of the issues that I'm having is um, I'm left-handed, so um, ah. when I'm out on tour, I can't practice because I don't have a, a left-handed guitar, and I can't just pick up anybody's guitar and practice, so it kind of it's a little harder for me to 
you know, work at it because I can't practice all the time because I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Wow, that's got to be uh, somebody. I mean, from what I hear, an accomplishment that left-handed, that's a pretty uh, serious feat. So, you know, good luck with that. We really hope that you can add that to your repertoire and that'll be in some of your new music. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, again, like I said, you're you're a younger lady, 20 years old, uh, watching some of the videos and watching some of the songs and seeing some things. You have a really great stage presence. Do you, do you get nervous? Do you say, wow, I'm like in the center of attention here. I got to go out in front of all these people. You still get the jitters or have you kind of dominated it at this point? Well, actually, funny story. Um, last June, before we went out on tour with my dad for the first time, we'd only played like, well, how did we? No, we hadn't even played any shows like properly yet. I had this crippling stage fright. And so what we did is we went to like a local bar where, uh, where my mother knows the, uh, the owner. And he was like, yeah, she can come in and play, you know, a couple of her own songs. And I, I couldn't even get up on the stage. I was absolutely terrified. And so I spent all of June before we left on tour just trying to get on the stage. And so now it's actually crazy to me because I don't even think about it. I just walk on. And uh, it's, it's amazing. My uh, uh, lead guitarist and boyfriend, Kieran, he worked so hard, you know, with me trying to get me over that stage fright just because I wasn't, besides, you know, with my dad, I wasn't really on stage that much as a kid, even though I wanted to be, just because I was was very shy. (laughs) It's got to be tough, and it's good to have the talent and be able to to bring that out. I mean, we do a radio show here. Sometimes we'll talk to, we'll, you know, we'll have hundreds of audience listeners, thousands uh, and higher, and even that, it it gets you a little nervous. Sometimes we chug a couple beers before we get on the air, so never hurts to have a little liquid strength and liquid courage going out there. Yeah. I think um, one of my biggest problems is I trip over my own words very often. So getting ready for this, I was like, okay, just think about what you say before you say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I agree. And that's kind of the thing here. We like doing it live, but sometimes things come out and people are like, what did you just say? But you know, it happens. But that's the fun <laughs> of it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like if you forget a lyric, miss a beat, whatever. But remember, the people that are there are your fans, and uh, they'll definitely be checking you out. Uh, any new music being written right now? You guys working on uh, new stuff? Absolutely. We've got, oh, so much in the works. We're working on the second album right now. We've got some great, great music, great lyrics happening. I'm so excited because, you know, a lot of these songs I, I've, because uh, sometimes it'll take me a long time to write a song, and then sometimes it'll just come out in a minute, and, a lot of these are things that I've been working on for a long time and it's finally finished and I feel like it's ready. I'm just ready for it to, you know, be made into this, these masterpieces, I guess, that we, I'm going to call it a masterpiece. Cause <laughs> I hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Masterpiece indeed. It takes a lot of hard work to do what you do. You should be very proud of yourself. And like I said, you, you, you were forcing to get that start, but you still got to have the talent. Um, people, bring that to your attention a lot like hey you know you're here because your dad's this or is it just you know hey you're really amazing and you know what is is your perception from a lot of people you meet actually we've been getting some really great feedback you know of course there's every once in a while one drunken person will come up and be like oh you're you know you're not as good as your dad i'm like well you know i'm I'm not 60 years old and a trained professional so that's understandable but mostly we've been getting amazing feedback and i'm i'm so grateful just because you know i you know, before a tour, I get a little nervous, especially if we have new material that we're bringing out to people. And uh, but the feedback I was 
honestly just amazed. Like, got some great reviews, some couple websites, and got some great pictures. People are coming up like, oh, wow, I really like it, you know. So I was, I'm thrilled with that just because, you know, when you're a musician, you're always worried, you know, here's my art, you know, to like it or not. You're right. being kind of vulnerable with it. But, yeah, yeah we got great, great stuff. That, that's good. And like I said, I went to your Facebook page, and everybody was just raving about the concerts that they saw you in. And, you know, a couple of people were like, we didn't really know what to expect. And by the time it was over, we were blown away. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get a lot of that just because, uh, I mean, we are kind of a, a different sound from my dad, obviously. So people are like, whoa, when we first come out. And then I guess they ended up liking it, which is whew, good for me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Absolutely, really awesome. You know, people are definitely critics, and and that's the way you say it. it's art. You read some of these people that are not artists; they're more or less pen pushers, and are going to bash musicians, they bash artists, and that kind of stuff. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way. What are some of the harshest things you've ever heard from critics? Um, I mean, the people who have been like criticizing us like badly have been like a couple of you know, like a, a drunk person at at a show, like. Uh, I think the worst one I ever got, and it wasn't even that bad, was uh, a woman I asked her, because I, I do merch at my dad's shows as well. I, I go on stage, and then I come back, and I sell the merch. I asked her to loop her beer off the table. She got really mad and was like, damn, stop, and walked away, and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if that's, that's the worst really thing you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. If that's the worst you're going to get, you're in good shape. Uh, that's, that's great stuff. So, um, oh, I'm sorry. Got sidetracked real quick. Something just came up, flashed up. The big deal. So lately, so you got new music coming out, um, albums. Let me ask you something. If you could do, pick a couple names. You could do an ideal little mini tour with any one or two groups out there. Who would you get in line with and why? Um. Well, I know that the uh, I know that the boys would want to go out with Asking Alexandria because they love them. All all the guys in the band listen to. Uh, listen to them so I think that would be fun for them and you know I, I like them too but me personally I'd, I'd love to go out with Kate Bush she's she I love her so, I'm, so much like I don't get like you know kind of Spanish for uh but, like most musicians just because I've been around them so more so much you know I know that they're just full but with her I I've been listening to her since I was like she's kind of the one that got me into music because I mean obviously my dad, but that was just, I kind of figured that was just a job, but I heard her and I was like, whoa, you know? So I think her definitely because she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely very, very cool. She's been around for a long time and she's a, uh, you know, you got kind of that Cape Force kind of stage presence and, and, you know, it's very cool. It's good comparison too. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, you know, definitely, definitely good legs to stand on. Um, so you and dad, is this going to, like a regular thing with touring or are you going to eventually kind of break your own way um what are, what are plans for the future with that well of course we're gonna uh keep touring with dad just because it's it, it's a great audience to perform in front of and also you know um most of the guys actually work uh with my dad's band now just because um our lead guitarist he's been playing for 15 years and when he and i started playing together my dad was like uh does he want to play in my band because he's really good wow. um and then uh he brought over our bass player Jack as well, and uh, sometimes the drummer Lee goes over with him too, just because they're they're all such great musicians. That, you know, it's, it's, Dad was like, "Well, I'll just take them." You know, they seem excited. So we work with my dad a lot, but of course, we'd uh, we'd love to branch off as well because 
you know, every band wants to get famous and, you know, sure. play their own shows. Mining. Is, uh, uh, is that a, is he a little extra protective being that you're uh, dating a rock star? <laughs> Actually, no. Cause, uh, and my dad put it really nicely one time just cause uh, we asked about it. Cause he, he's not really protective. He says, well, I trust my daughters not to do anything stupid. You know, there's, there's four of us. So, you know, if he was overprotective about all of us, he'd be really exhausted all the time, I guess. But we, they, they raised us pretty well. I think, you know, I, I don't, I tend to not get myself in any stupid situations. Most of us, you know, we stand up for ourselves pretty well, but, and also he loves Kieran. Oh my gosh. I don't know how that happened because he isn't particularly <laughs> taken to any, any of my boyfriends, but Kieran gets away with calling him G dog. And I don't think anybody else in the world could do that, but he loves Kieran. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to try that. If I ever, if I ever get to a show of his or something, have to bump in him. I'm calling him G dog from now on. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's a, he's a pretty big presence. Um, you know, so we'll take a light. It'll be Mr. Tate from here on in. <laughs> But it's yeah. definitely awesome. I, and um, So, uh, Lacey, you got a show coming up. Tell us about something that's coming up. I saw a show in Scotland on uh, March 2nd. Tell us a little bit about that show. Uh, well, we are going to be playing, I think it's the Hard Rock Cafe. Yep. And um, we're opening for a band called Deep. No? Yeah, we're opening for a band called Deeper Purple. And uh, hopefully this uh, crazy snow won't let it be canceled just because they're coming in from uh, London, but they're a, they're a deep purple tribute band, and uh, we're really excited about that. So hopefully the weather doesn't cancel it. Yeah, agreed. I'm a, I'm a huge deep purple fan. Are you a fan of deep purple? Um, you know, I, I I wouldn't be able to tell you a song like off the bat, but most music gets all muddled together for me just because I was you know, brought up around it so much and I didn't realize it was supposed to be like this big deal. So, yeah. you know, a lot of the big bands, all of their stuff gets muddled together for me just because it was, it was just always a presence when I was younger. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It, but it's awesome that it just, it's all just a whirlwind of, of memories for you and it's gotten you to this point. It's terrific. Uh, real quick, we always do uh, something on the show we call a top five list and we do top five lists of different items. I'm going to do a simple one. Top three list. Three of your dad's favorite numbers, your your favorite songs of, of dad. Oh, um, well, I, I think my favorite one uh, would have to be Surgical Strike, which is funny because a lot of people, you know, it's not one that they think of when they think of oh the great big ones, you know. But I like that one. And, Very um, cool. Of course, I like Silent Lucidity. Like absolutely. <laughs> You know, when, you know, when I was younger, I heard it all the time. It calms me down if I'm nervous about something, just because it's, it's like a lullaby. It's nice. Sure. Um, and then I, I, oh, I'm a big fan of the Operation Mindcrime album, but I can't really pick one song off there. So I think I'm gonna have to go with Best I Can. That's a, that's a really good song, and I like the opening. That's, I have a. That's a great. Song. I have a, I have a, I have a good memory of that song. If you, if you allow me, I, uh, I remember when I was younger, I, I, I uh, sang on my dad's. American Soldier album and uh, when I'd come off the stage from singing my part I'd be standing side stage I remember they'd go into Best I Can and they'd have like a strobe light going in time with the uh, with the beginning kind of sound and I, just, I I remember sitting there thinking whoa that's so cool um, so that's, I don't know that's kind of a thing that I 
associate with it because it was just really interesting to me to watch all the lights and the smoke and stuff on the stage. That's definitely awesome. That's a great story. That's that's the kind of stories we love to hear. Um, And but technically, Operation Mindcrime, you said you couldn't pick one song. Isn't it all kind of one long running song at the story? So I guess you could pick the whole album. Yeah, I guess I could. Really, really long song. That's great uh, stuff. It's a great album. I I really like it. Yeah, definitely. I I can easily assume you're a big fan of all his music um, and everything he's done now. And like I said, it seems to be filtering off to you. You're a great presence. You're an excellent interview. I've had an absolutely amazing time. Um, So we're going to let you go. Before we let you go, uh, again, where uh, tell people about some websites and where can they find more information from your band? Uh, Well, of course, we have the Facebook page, Till Death Do Us Part, Till Death, T-I-L-L. It's two L's. Most people uh, forget the second L. We're on YouTube, of course. Um, And, of course, keep an eye out on uh, on my dad's page, Jeff Tate page, because he sometimes says stuff about us, and we're almost always touring with him. Um, Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really, really, I feel really grateful to that because it's it's a great experience for me to be able to do this i guess <laughs> that's awesome and, and thank you so much like i said it meant a lot to me i think we had contacted your people over a month ago and i have been counting down this day like nothing it's just so exciting for me i think you're great i love your voice i love your music you're up and coming i, said, I love dad and this means a lot to me so thank you so much for coming on i'd like to invite you back um after some of the touring and stuff slows down would you like to return with us Sure, of course. Just you can reach us the same way you reached us before. We'll, we always get back, so I'd love to come back and talk more. That would be great. Excellent. And uh, listen, when some new music comes out, feel free to send it our way. We'll play it here, and we'll have you on. And Jewel will be on, and she'll gush over you because she's already an immediate fan. <laughs> so I did it on my own. But really, again, everybody, Emily Tate, she's the lead singer of the band, is Till Death Do Us Part. Like she said, T-I-L-L. Till death do us part. Uh, we're going to let Emily go. We're going to play a couple songs, so stick around. Emily, thank you so much, and have yourself a wonderful evening, and good luck. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. And that was a lovely young lady, the amazing Emily Tate. She is a, the lead singer of the band Till Death Do Us Part. Terrific interview, and I'm flattered. This is her first interview, and she was nervous, Probably not as nervous as I am. I'm a big fan of, like I said, her and her dad, and I love the music. It's great stuff. This is definitely a band we're checking out. They're going to start making some noise. You're going to hear more and more of these guys. So if you're sticking around with us, please do. We've got a couple songs. We're going to jump at one right now. And, again, this is uh, our guest tonight, Emily Tate. The song is called Blue Boy. Got some lousy jerk was dumb enough to hurt Emily and she put it on music <laughs> let's check it out Blue Boy is the song Till Death Do Us Part we'll be back to you here on The Stoop in about four minutes enjoy
All right. Great music and a great ending and a fun song. Love it. Blue Boy is the name of the song. Tonight's guest, Emily Tate, and her band, Till Death Do Us Part, with her uh, boyfriend, Kieran Robinson, on guitar. Excellent. Very good. I see why uh, see why Jeff Tate likes him so much. Great song. That is excellent. One of their many. Um, I'm going to play a couple more in a few minutes. Once again, I'm going to thank Emily for coming on with us tonight here on The Stoop. Uh, she said it was her very first interview. We're flattered to have that. Uh, they're currently residing in Scotland. And I'll be doing a show there on March 2nd with a band called Deeper Purple, a Deep Purple tribute band. That's got to be awesome. That's going to rock because I'm a big fan of Deep Purple. And now becoming a fan of Till Death Do Us Part. I like their music, and we look forward to more new music very soon from that band. And uh, you know, she's welcome. Welcome to come back and play some new stuff when it comes out. Um, again, we've got a couple shows coming up. Uh, two Monday episodes lined up for you, uh, March 5th. Delco mom, Troy David Hendrickson. This guy is funny. He's an internet sensation. His videos are fantastic, and he's one heck of a funny guy. He's going to be here on the stoop. He's got a big following, and uh, he's been smearing his appearance all over. It's his first appearance as well. First time he'll ever do any kind of radio interview. We're excited to have him on. That is March 5th. Make sure you tune in because this guy is definitely worth it. And March 12th, one of the most amazingly beautiful women of all time, model, Video vixen, author, Bobby Brown will be with us March 12th. So two big shows coming up. And, of course, many others. We're in talks right now with a lot of people, uh, comedians, musicians, actors and actresses. A lot of people coming up. Uh, spoke to one of our uh, favorite people today, the people woman, Rachel Dares. Remember, Rachel was a guest on our show previously. She has a comedian that she's lining up for us. We look forward to having him on here, too. So, we've got a lot of stuff coming up on the stoop. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to get bigger. We're going to have bigger and better guests. Tonight is a perfect example. Huge. Emily Tate, uh, daughter of Jeff Tate from Queensryche, up-and-coming band, just shooting it up and, and doing great stuff. Their, their music is fantastic. So, look forward to more of that. We are going to play more music right now before we get into uh, some more topics. Another one from Till Death Do Us Part. This song is called Cannonball. Terrific number. Check it out here on the Stoop Radio Show. It's about four minutes long, so we'll play it for you. We'll be back shortly. We'll come back and do a couple topics, talk about some things, and we'll play another song, and then we'll call it a night here. So, uh, stick with us. Got a little bit to go yet. Some fun still happening on the Stoop. Be right back.
Great stuff right there. Till death do us part with Cannonball. Like Cannonball sound effect at the end. Great stuff. Talented band. Good music. Good instruments. Great voice. I like it. Really hope this band goes far. We'd like to see a lot more of them and hear a lot more from them. And remember, you can check them out on YouTube. You go to their Facebook page, Till with two L's, Till Death Do Us Part. And uh, coming up, popping up all over. Keep an eye out for them all your great music sites, Apple Music and Spotify. We're sure their stuff will get there real soon. Definitely worth it. Great stuff. Uh, a couple of topics to touch up on. A couple of the things we're talking about going on in our uh, world. A uh, spokesperson for the NFL came out and announced that concussions were up another 16% this past season. And that drastic measures are needed to protect players. Wow. Um it's a full-blown contact sport. I'm I'm curious of how much more they can change the rules around. I mean, what else is going to be next? Obviously, there's the uh, hitting a defenseless receiver or back, uh, leading with the helmet, um, stuff like that. can't imagine in a, in a game that's so fast and the contact is so hard, what you're really going to do to, to change it and to make it safer. We, of course, don't like to think of the tragic concussions and, and things that happen in the NFL. Uh, matter of fact, we just got word today, it was announced on ESPN, that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Ryan Shazier will miss the entire season uh, after he recovered, of course, uh, from partial paralysis and injury he suffered during a game. Uh, so he's going to miss at least this entire season. Uh, and God knows if he's going to be back. So scary stuff. There are definitely some scary injuries. The athletes get faster. They get bigger. So we certainly hope that whatever drastic measure they're talking about as far as, you know, changing, we hope they can find a way to make it safer. We certainly don't want to lose football. We certainly don't want to lose athletes. It's one of our favorite games in this country. I, of course, adore football, as you know. Our team finally got a Super Bowl after all these years. So, yeah, so let's – Find a way to make the game safer. We would love that. Uh, going back to the NFL, a uh, happy retirement to uh, one of the better, how they call them guys, Swiss Army Knife kind of players, Matt Forte, former Chicago Bear and former New York Jet, announced today that he's retiring from the NFL. One of the uh, top running backs over the last few years, uh, Forte had tremendous hands. He was a great receiver in the backfield, great runner, had some good seasons. Didn't get a whole lot of playoff success, unfortunately, but uh, we wish him well. Matt Forte retired today from the NFL, so we wish him the best. It's good stuff right there. Um, funny little story I saw today. Uh, our famous arch enemy here in the United States, Mr. Kim Jong-un. 
of North Korea. Uh, him and his late father apparently had fake passports made in the 1990s in Brazil. These were uh, discovered recently. Uh, some people were describing it as a possible escape route to escape North Korea uh, from the famine and poverty of the country at that time. Curious, because he keeps it so secluded now. You have no idea what goes on in North Korea. They have no idea what goes on in the rest of the world because they don't have the kind of internet access that we have. And here he knew it was so bad, he apparently made plans to skip town. Interesting. I mean, you rule with an iron fist, and meanwhile you uh, <laughs> have plans on escaping itself. You know, as Americans, we got it better than we think. I know we like to pick on politics. We like to pick on the president. I get that. It's all fine and well. But when you think about where you can be living, you think about the things you can be up against, it's really not that big. We've got a lot of freedom. We have a very well-rounded country, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great people. Take time. Think of that when you're on social media and you're you know, bashing somebody that likes a different political party or a different president or a different anything. Think about where you can be. Be thankful for what you have. I, for one, am very thankful People talk to me all the time about, you know, living in the Philadelphia area. I'm not in Philadelphia, right outside of Philadelphia, but I enjoy Philadelphia as a city. I love it here. I love the area. I love the United States. I'm proud to be in this area. There's great countries out there. There's great cities. There's great everything. We know that. But just enjoy where you're at. Enjoy what you have. Enjoy where you are because it could always be worse. Absolutely. Definitely. So... Be kind to others, as Joy says. Even the be kind to people, even the shitty ones. Shout out that that's for you, Jewel, wherever you are. <laughs> Jewel will be back with us, of course, on Monday. And for now, we're going to play one more song. We're going to close out uh, the threesome that we got here from "Till Death Do Us Part." And Emily Tate, and our very special guest. Last one is called "Saltwater Taffy," and uh, she described it as a song where she wanted to. Uh, Kind of get real deep with. Uh, she describes her music as dark, uh, synthetic, kind of goth rock. And I think it nails it. And she's got a great look. If you've ever seen her on, on stage, her stage presence is perfect for it. The band's cool looking group. So we're going to play one more song. We're going to play Sweet, I'm sorry, Salt. Ooh, keep getting sweet in my mind. Salt Water Taffy is the song. It's about 4 minutes 50 seconds long. And we're going to play it for you right now for your listening pleasure. So check it out here on the Stoop Radio Show till death do us part with Salt Water Taffy. And we'll be right back.
All right, last one of the evening. Saltwater Taffy. Until death do us part. Great stuff tonight, once again, one more time. I know I say it a lot, and I love to drill the point home, but a humongous thank you to Emily Tate for joining us on The Stoop, her first interview, and certainly a great interview, and we love her for it. That's terrific. Uh, thank you for coming on. And again, we wish that band a whole lot of success. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on YouTube. Check out the videos. Check out her and her father, Jeff Tate, doing uh, some duet stuff, Operation Mind Crime Tour, and uh, she plays with uh, she'll sing some songs with Jeff and the band, and they do the opening act for them as well. That's awesome. Really great band, really great stuff. So glad we got to do it tonight on the stoop. We brought you a uh, early episode. We got here at six thirty to accommodate Emily, who is out, of course, in Glasgow, Scotland area. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that she had plenty of time to come on with us, and we didn't get her too late. We appreciate her adjusting, and uh, it was our pleasure to adjust as well to make sure to show one off. Without a hitch. And I thank everybody who joined us early. If you did not join us early, never sweat. You can always check out archived episodes of the Stoop Radio Show. And just go to blogtalkradio.com. Just search the Stoop, and it'll come up. You'll see our little logo. You'll see my name. You'll see Jules' name. Click it. There's tons of great episodes from tons of great we've had on in the past. And every time we lock somebody on, they say the same thing. Oh, my God, you had uh, Steve Howie on. Yeah, Steve Howie's been on. And, oh, my God, Hal Sparks and uh, and just some of the great names and, and fans of music. Hey, uh, Sagan Amory was on. And, uh, yeah, so we always get tremendous acts, tremendous people. Check out the list. It's a huge list of people. Me and Jewel have been uh, – it's actually our 46th episode since I took over uh, when John left and John's been running this stoop and fan junkies for years so a lot of people have come this way a lot of people have heard us millions of people have taken the time to listen so it's definitely worthwhile we thank each and every one of you who have ever picked up any kind of device and spent time with the stoop radio show we greatly appreciate it it is awesome like i said i got a couple of big shows coming up for you we'll be back monday night with troy david hendrickson and we'll be back the following monday with model video vixen bobby brown so for tonight, we are going to pack in, once again, thank you to my very special guest, Miss Emily Tate, for joining us in a great interview, and thank you for the music, played some great songs here tonight. Don't forget to check them out, uh, Blue Boy, Cannonball, and Salt Water Taffy from Till Death to a Spark. Excellent band, up and coming. Uh, so that's it for us. Thank you very much for joining our very special early episode of the Stoop Radio Show. For my lovely co-hostess with the Moses who could not make it this evening, Jewel Tate, we wish you well. We miss you, Jewel. You're definitely the yin to the yang here on the Stupid Radio Show. We look forward to having you back with us, and we look forward to having each and every one of you back with us. Regular time, Monday night, 8 p.m. with Troy David Hendrickson. It's going to be a hoot. Check it out here on the Stoop. Good night, everybody, and remember, I didn't have the heart to do it tonight. So I won't do it. No catchphrase. Have a great night. Thank you. <laughs>